here we are, Fork Sports Highway. Uh, we took a little hiatus for the uh, uh, All-Star break, and I was out in Colorado. Uh, what a great time I had. Uh, boy, you know, I spent $80. I was in Colorado for six days, and I spent $80. My brother-in-law covered every expense, and of that $80, 60 of it was from, for an Uber from Denver to the airport on my way home. Uh, and, and I mean, I, I, I ate like a slob and I drank like a slob and got to watch my Yankees piss a game down their leg twice in one game <laughs> against the Rockies. Uh, but anyway, we call the show tonight. Uh, Vikings rookie sighted going 140 miles an hour in St. Paul on I-94. Not out, out of city, but in city. I mean, guy hasn't even played one game, but we'll get to that. <laughs> Man, not a, not a good way to start your career. <laughs> uh, commander's owner fines sixty million dollars for sexual harassment and um, uh, underreporting revenue to the league. So sixty million dollars for sexually harassing a cheerleader and underreporting revenue to the league. Um, twins clinging to first place, a two and a half game lead still hanging in there. Um, with a winning record though, one game over, two games over five hundred. My Yankees are spiraling down. They've lost six out of seven. Uh, a couple of extra inning games, uh, games they had in hand. It's been kind of the same MO for them the last couple of weeks. They've got the game in hand, and then they, they, the, the, the bullpen has been, every move, like I said before we went on air, um, has been a, just a bad he, you know, lefty to righty, lefty to righty, that kind of matchup and, and analytics. And, you know, sometimes there's just a human element. When a guy's pitching well, how about you just leave his butt in there and let him pitch? Because the game I saw, Garrett Cole pitched a gem through six innings, and then they took him out, and he could have pitched another three innings and finished it off. But, no, we had to go through a litany of about seven different relievers, and, oh, boy, we'll get there. We'll get there, Bill. We can talk about that game. Oh yeah, we'll get. Uh, well, I got to talk about Bill too. But um, and then uh, Mariners Kelnick strikes out against the Twins last night and kicks the water cooler and breaks his foot. Um, hazing at Northwestern, causing them to lose their coach, and then now we got cover up going on. AD didn't know nothing about it. Uh, assistant coach says he witnessed it. So you got some backstabbing in that. Well, I still football haven't program. seen any type of description of what the hazing was. Well, no, me either. Me either. That's, that's a good point, Bill. And because one thing that I read, the only thing that I saw was that the guy was, they made him drink like Gatorade with a bunch of powder or something in it. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I've not seen anything. Uh, and then the other big issue is uh, the NIL, so the, the, the naming, imaging, and licensing um, is apparently under national U.S. congressional review. There, there, somebody finally got it up there to the capital to to try to set a a some guidelines nation nationwide for it the well nca has been begging them to do that you know because it's been 50 different states with 50 different rules and so there's that and then und and their uh endorsement deal and and so before we go any further i'm going to uh, introduce uh, we got victor over here how's it going guys um he does lots of shows uh on on in, in the studio here uh, uh I guess the the movies and 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 the 
uh, what a video, some of the video games. games. Yeah, video games. I do, I do some video games. Yep, we played Ninja Turtles. Uh, it was Dale, me, and Paul, and Katie also. So it was really awesome, and it was really fun to get to do that. And it's also an honor to be on here just to meet you guys, Bill and Murray, of course. Well, yeah, well, yeah, we and, and you know the studio Arm. Grand Forks Best Source. We've got, you know, they they just keep adding shows. They got. You know they got government shows, and they got the of course the dirty the 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 dirty Thursday with the bull ring. That's that's the big deal around here is the the car racing, and you know no they play second fiddle to us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I I think that's that's the that's the ringleader. But you know we're all we're all building, and then of course you got the the, the Hathaway group and 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 those Burke, Burke, Berkshire Hathaway, and and of course Dale over here has got. Show upon show upon show, and he's the jack of all trades. Uh, Dale Kulas, you want to stick your face in here so we can see you? This is this is our this is our guy. If we don't have him, we're in trouble. Oh, I gotta lower my. Uh, where is this? There we go. Yeah, Katie's a lot cuter than him. Well, yeah, we, <laughs> not gonna argue with you there. And then and then, and then uh, you know I didn't say we've always you know the legend Bill Deutsch over here, our UND Hall of Famer and Mister In on everything there is to know about. Uh, UND sports and most most everything there is to know about college football and and, and NFL football and it's right around the corner. It's coming. Football it's, season. I think we're only weeks away from the Vikings in training camp, right? I think we were looking it up right before the show, right? It yeah. was like you said, twenty sixth or twenty ninth. Yeah, I think twenty ninth. That's that's ringing a bell right now. Yeah. Where yeah. they report to camp. So we, we so we got all that sports going on, and and then I threw you in my my little. Uh, uh, dedication to, oh, yeah. to my, my, my buddy from grade school all the way through high school uh, succumbed to brain cancer this week, uh, 62 years old. Um, wasn't a very long battle. There he is, uh, Mr. Tom Schmid, um, farmer, uh, rancher, uh, really good guy. Um, when we were all being goofy morons, he was the guy that was standing there being the adult in the room, shaking his head like, what is the matter with you guys? <laughs> uh, and, and, and basically, when the rest of us were partying and carrying on, he was more like a chaperone or a supervisor. And, and you know, you got to love a guy like that, that mm. just never, never got uh, too, too carried away. And I'm like, I think there's going to be a tough, tough uh, uh, search to try to find somebody with a disparaging word. Uh, just say so you got you home a few nights. Oh yeah. Well, I brought his younger brothers home like way, way, way late in the morning, and and not not you know his mom and dad uh, were were really, really, really super nice to me and always and still are, but they did shake their heads a few times too when <laughs> show up out there at the farm and and. Uh, the brothers would come home at four o'clock in the morning or whatever it was. It was, um, well, we were kids uh, yeah. out there in the prairie, you know. So what do you got there, Dale? Uh, so you give a shout out to Keith and Steve in the chat. They're saying what's up. So always oh, great, yeah. to, great to see them in the chat hanging out, ready yeah. to jam oh, out no. to some sports. Well, yeah, I inter- understand I missed out on Smalls uh, showing up. Uh, I guess he didn't get our memo that we weren't going to be on last week and, and – I see. I hear he's got something, some movies. I'm wondering. I'm kind of curious to so know what that's all about. I think but, yeah, we got him here somewhere in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, and I'm sorry. I caught you, Murray. I kept thinking of. I kept thinking of Bill Murray because uh, his name was Bill, and of course I called you Murray. When his name is Monty, I'm sorry for calling you Murray. Yeah, <laughs> so, well, no, I, I, I guess I missed that. So, 
I don't know. You know, where do you want to start tonight, Bill? We got uh, this Vikings rookie. Uh oh. <laughs> well, that's you know, right <laughs> off the presses. 140 miles an hour on I-94 in St. Paul. I'm, I'm like, you know, you haven't played game one yet. And, and here's the thing is, is that historically, the Vikings have had dozens and dozens and dozens of criminal cases of one shape or another over the years, whether it's Adrian Peterson spanking his child with the switch or it's Corin Robinson going... 100 miles an hour down to Mankato training camp or or Michael Bennett is in a vehicle that gets bullet holes shot through it or or there was Randy a, Moss and the meter maid yeah Randy Moss and the meter maid the marijuana in the glove box wasn't mine you know I, I mean that's a that, like that's that's like nobody's ever used that excuse before <laughs> not that I ever heard of yeah. so so there's that and then and then we had the love boat you know remember the the the, the, the strippers and prostitutes on the boat with well, the guys. Supposedly, <laughs> that boat now is in Okaboji. Oh, they actually have it enshrined somewhere? Oh, no, wow. It's, it's on Lake Okaboji. Oh. oh, they got like ID tracked. This is where it's currently docked. Uh, yeah, that's, that's where it's at. And Okaboji is in Iowa, if you don't know where Okaboji is. That must that must have been a fun really that must have been a really fun party if it's in, if it's in that area. <laughs> you know that place? Uh, I know of it, but uh, have, you know they must have been doing some hard partying. What's uh, and the fact that they call it the Love Boat, named after a great TV show? That's a that's a that's a true well, party right then, there. And the thing is, is that when that all came, broke and came out, then opposing teams would score a touchdown against them, and then they would mock the Vikings mm-hmm. like. They would sit down on the on in the end zone on their butts like they were rowing a boat. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember like the long time uh, Packer <laughs> or Vikings giving a little back to the Packers. Similar fun uh, end zone taunts with Randy Moss and the whole his whole what was it Joe Buck going nuts on him for his one certain end zone celebration. I'm sure you're familiar with. Yeah, where, well, where he 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 um, feigned that he was mooning the crowd, pulled his pants down and mooned them. He didn't actually sure. do it, yeah. but he just. The animation, you know, yeah. And I, and I was like, I thought he caught a whole lot of more of unnecessary flack for that because he didn't actually moon anybody. He just, mm. you know, he feigned it. And right. it was like, they acted like he actually took his pants down, mm. you know. And I don't know. At that point in time, though, the Randy Moss, the, the Ocho Cinco, the, the Terrell Owens, those guys were, were – Every time they scored a touchdown, it was a new antic. Mm. I mean, you remember Terrell Owens, where he oh, had the, yeah. the, the the sharpie stuck in the in, in the goalpost. Yeah. Yeah. Sharpie was classic. I yeah. yeah, the pom poms I mean, yeah. uh, with the Cowboys cheerleaders, I think. Yeah. And uh, gosh, so many. Uh, and, and, and so you know, and then they were getting fined for every little antic they did. I don't know, Bill. Did you ever like stick a stick a sharpie in the goalpost when you were playing? I, I never did, but <laughs> it, it even seems back then when. Billy White Shoes Johnson. Well, he was the first. Yeah. He was the first person that would wear white shoes, and right? everybody was looking at that like, you know, he's some type of a crazy guy or something. That I mean, everybody in the NFL wore black shoes, mm. right? And, 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 well, and so he has to be different. And so yeah, a but lot it was, of people did not like that either. Well, it hmm. wasn't just the white shoes though. He was the guy with the uh, the touchdown dance in the end zone. You know, in the back in the Prior to him, all he ever did was spike the ball or hand the ball to the referee. You know, and, and, and then my thing was in, in the mid-70s, uh, Isaac Curtis used to, for Cincinnati Bengals was wide receiver, and he would 
spike the ball backwards over his head when he would score. And I, I thought that was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. <laughs> but but that's, sure. that's, that's how, I mean, it, uh, from that to the icky shuffle or, the, you know, all of that stuff, the, the dancing in the end zone and, and today's game where the whole team gets down there and has some kind of pre-orchestrated uh, uh, animation. Mm. And I'm like, that's insane. <laughs> from, from what it went from to yeah. that, I, I don't know. Bill. Oh, Monano, if you want to give up some volume for Supersonic, he's giving a buzz in here. There he goes. Steve, do we hear you? Supersonic Steve? Steve? I think we got, I see we got. Oh, how are you doing today? Oh, hello. Uh, you're on Grand Forks Best. Hello? Hi, this is Grand Forks Best Source. You're live on the air. Uh, this is not, we're expecting a caller who usually calls in around this time, but this is not who we thought we are. Who are we speaking with? Oh, they got scared. They got scared. <laughs> I was kind of interested. I yeah. wanted to hear this. <laughs> I just presumed automatically, oh, this is right around C's calling in time. So. I saw a 701 prefix. I was yeah. like, hmm. i yeah. from Seattle, so mm. it ain't going to be no 701. No, yeah. Right? <laughs> I just, it's muscle memory, you know. So, so we got any advertising we have to do? Or? Actually, yeah. I think we are due about for our first one here, Monty. Still, we got the Northwest Tires going on. Yeah. Northwest Tires job opening, front counter sales. Working with customers, writing up work orders, deal with selling tires and inventory of them. Pay will depend on experience. Um, the benefits include uh, paid time off, health insurance, 401k, and more. Um, they've been looking for some help out there for a little while uh, call Chad Hoff, 701-780-8473, or apply online at nwtire.com. You know, and Chad Hoff is one of our bullring uh, guests on occasion, so good guy. Get out there. Uh, he's got a job. I'm sure it pays uh, uh, comparable to what's going on out there, depending, like I say, with experience, but uh, front counter sales. Uh, so it doesn't sound like you're going to be having to lift, lift uh, truck tires or anything like that. You're actually going to be out front trying to invoices and, and being a cleaner job so um there you and go get to hang with chad hoff there you go so um i don't know you know the twins i've been following them you know i'm gonna get to my yankees uh boy it's been a been rough rough week a couple of weeks with that team but the uh the twins uh have been been clinging to first place and they did Twice now they had dropped out of first place into second place by half game back, and of course the Guardians couldn't put two wins together to so they flipped right back over, um, and they're really the only team in the division giving them a hunt. And I think they're at about a two and a half game lead today, Dale. Uh, yeah. Well, they lost today, so I should probably boot up the updated standings. I did my big sports catch up when they're early in the game today, but yeah, let me take a quick peek at the standings right now. American League AL Central. They have uh, yeah, just a two-game lead over the Guardians. Oh, so so, so yeah. if the Guardians play tonight and win, it'll be a one-and-a-half game lead. Yeah, so it's yeah, 50 wins, 48 losses. What I think they've had the lead for the AL Central this all but what, maybe you know take out the several days of the All Star break because I think the Guardians had like what a half a game lead going, going, into, going all, into it. Yep. But take out the actual gap of the All Star break. I think the Twins had the lead for all but like what five days of this season. But mm -hmm. the entire time it was it's just been dreadful to watch. I have never been more uh, just uh, despondent keeping up with a team <laughs> on top of a division before. <laughs> well, and and. And there's a lot of, boy, Byron Buxton gets talked about practically every day as to whether or not they should shut him down. Well, I know he struck out in about the seventh or eighth inning today. It was just, They sat him for two days because he was in a slump going well, in he today. Was yeah. today. Yeah. 
because yeah, he was like zero for 21, I guess, going into today's game. Like, oh, we'll give him two days off. Yeah, well, he was. I don't know. You know, the, the, I'm, I'm looking at the batting averages across the league. And so I'm okay. So I see on Sunday, I'm watching the Yankees at the Colorado Rockies. And, and Judge is out of the lineup. He was the only guy batting 300-plus for the Yankees. Everybody else on that team, that the, 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 the best batters on the team are batting 255 and 250, and everybody else is batting 200 or 180 or 155. And it isn't just the Yankees. There's a lot of teams. You know, 250 used to be what your uh, utility guy off the bench batted. Yeah. You know, they're not... Yeah. Are, are apparently, the Luis Arise is the only guy that can bat over 300 these days. Yeah. Are, are the pitchers too good these days or what? Well, I, I don't, I don't, well, I don't know. There's not anybody that can bunt the ball either. This is, this is not okay. So we, the ghost runner, we get into the 10th inning. I hate that. Oh I, do, I do too. You get into the 10th inning. So the guy that got out last in the, in the 9th inning gets to be on second base. Oh. In, in, in 1960 or 1970, the first guy up would bunt the ball, sacrifice him over to third base. Hmm. The next guy up would hit a sacrifice fly. Yeah. It seems way score. too easy. Yeah. And I mean, he would uh, score. Yeah. And instead, they're coming up and they're swinging off their heels. Like everybody's got to hit a home run because we're talking about exit velocity and. I, mean, I know I've seen a bunch of examples where the Twins early in the season had a lot of extra innings losses, and that was how they lost a lot of those games. Easy, sacrifice, bunt, and then sacrifice, fly. <laughs> or sometimes the bunt worked for the other team, but uh, it just seems too easy. I'd be okay if, that was, if they'd wait an inning to do that because you don't want the games to go on forever. I'd, I'd rather have the teams you know, have one more inning to go all out. So, so do a 10th inning? Do a 10th inning, and then maybe 11th inning. You know, maybe put the extra runner, it goes around first base, not second base. I don't know. That's, that's well, why I feel. And I'm, I'm, I, and I'm still, you know, okay, so, so the pitch clock, it's 15 seconds. It's 15 seconds, and then when a, when a, when a base runner gets on, it's 20 seconds. Because, of course, the pitcher's uh, got more to think about. There's somebody on base now, so it's 20 seconds. So I finally have that figured out how that's going to work. Mm. But I'm like, I don't know. You know, the game was fine for a hundred years, over a hundred years. But suddenly, in the last couple, we've we've had to change. We've had to change. Okay, pitch clock for the the, the pitcher, pitch clock or a clock for the batter getting into the box. Made the bases bigger. You can only throw so many times over to first base. Mm. You, you, you a, a reliever's got to come in and pitch to three guys. Yeah. Monty, can I ask you something? So you got to see some big league games. Was this your first time catching big league games with the uh, the new pitch clock? Did you yes. notice a difference with the games going faster for the better? Well, here's the thing. So right now, Major League Baseball games are averaging two and a half hours, about two hours and 35 minutes, which would be down from just over three. But the game I went to went, I don't know, four and a half hours because it went into the oh. 11th inning and they changed pitchers like both teams like basically emptied out their bullpens. Oh. More and, of an exception than the rule. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, well, this certainly didn't, <laughs> didn't speed this game up. You jinxed it, Monty. And it was, and it was like, you know, 95 degrees. You're a curse <laughs> like me when going to games. <laughs> and, 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 you know, so, so in the bottom of the eighth inning, um, the, the Rockies hit a grand slam home run off the reliever that came in. Yeah. And I happened to put my phone up because the bases were loaded, so I followed the ball off the bat like this into the seats. And then I, so then at that point, it was three to one. 
Rockies hit the grand slam. Now it's five to three. It's the bottom of the eighth. I walk. Kevin, Donna, and Sandy are standing down below in the shade because where we're at, it's pretty warm out. Not not a lot of shade in that in that ballpark. A lot of open how, how did areas. you like their facility over there? Oh, it was very nice, the Colorado Rockies. But but here we're talking about the last place team in the National League against the Bronx Bombers. You know the Evil Empire and. My evil empire wasn't playing like the evil empire, but but. All right, Fri- oh, Friday. Now we got. I, I believe uh, I'm recognizing it. Supersonic Steve. Hello there. There he How is. Are We're good. We don't have Raven in the house today. Her uh, her grandfather's been ill, and she didn't feel like being in. So. Oh, that's too bad. Oh yeah, we got to do the uh, Supersonic Steve. There we go. There we go. Now we're in. We're in. We're in. But um, so so I was um, I just started talking about uh, my my Yankees in Colorado while I was out there and um, you know they've lost six out of seven and <clears throat> seems like they're gonna get rid of Boone. Are they gonna get rid of Boone? Well, if a manager ever deserved to be fired, it'd be him. I I, I just and I'm like you know I'm a guy I, I love sports and I and I love baseball and I love to second guess managers and coaches and whatnot, but. I've always given him kind of the benefit of the doubt because, well, Gus Boone. Yeah, yeah, because his his grandfather played pro baseball and was a manager. His dad played pro baseball and was a coach. Him and his brother both played pro. You know, so so what family his knows? Brother more? played for the Mariners. He yeah. played for the Mariners. Yeah. Brett, or, uh, Brett, yeah, yeah, he was a good ball player. Well, they they were they were what you call the uh, the 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 uh, fundamentally sound players. Yeah, play yeah. multiple positions, and 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 you tough, know, tough kids. Yeah, yeah. and and you yeah. know, so so I'm I'm like, there's no way I know more about baseball than Aaron Boone. That's what I I know that for a fact. And and but yeah, but, but he is he is a guy that it's like no move he makes is working out right now. Everything he does, every substitution, it just has been turned to garbage, and it's like he's got a hex on him. Mm. Uh, Supersonic Steve, uh, what did you think of uh, the Twins Mariners series splitting splitting it two games apiece there? Yeah, you know, I'm just I hate to say it, I'm just I can't get on the Mariner bandwagon right now. Um, too many uh, mistakes. They I watched a little bit last night. It's, you know, they're uh, they're a 500 club. Simple as that. Uh, I think they got more talent. And I think their record should be better than it is, but um, they're—they are 500 club. That's it right now. Yeah, they just can't seem to put a string together, and and and. But it, that's like a league-wide kind of thing, you know. The, it is. Nobody seems to be able to win three, four games in a row, much less ten in a row. I mean, it's—it's it's like every time it looks like somebody's going to go on a tear, then they come sliding back down to earth. And I was and lose three or four in a row. Yeah, well, even so, so, so like um, my Yankees went out and 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 dropped two out of three to the Colorado Rockies, and then they went into California and got swept by the Angels, and the Angels had been on a swoon before the Yankees came in there and healed them up. So, I, yeah, <laughs> true. I mean, it's, it is. You know the Yankees. I don't know how much Judge uh, makes a difference in the. Obviously, he's a, well. He does. He does because because when, yeah. when he's in the lineup, then they have to pitch a little bit better to those other guys. And, and right, three, four. Is he batting four or three in the lineup? 
well, they, they move him around, but who's ever batting in front of him and behind him gets a whole lot better looks. Exactly, exactly, and, and, and that's where they crack in the runs. And and nobody nobody in that lineup has has like picked up the slack, what whatsoever. It's I don't know. Well, I think I saw Stanton hit a home run, didn't he? Well, he hit a couple home runs in, in Colorado. He didn't hit any the day I saw him, and he was up with the bases loaded or a couple guys on in scoring position, and 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 you know popped out. And Rizzo, Rizzo has been in a in, in a like a, I think I think the last home run he hit was in April. Yeah, he's not doing well. He's probably going to be looking for a new home pretty quick. Well, and the other one is LeMahieu. Um, you know, LeMahieu is, when he got to New York, because he came from Colorado, so he got some big cheers out there at the Rocky Stadium, Coors Field. And and he, when he went to New York, he had a couple back-to-back. I think he even led the American League in, in, in batting at like 330 one, one season there. So they signed him up to the big fat contract, and, you know, he's batting about 230 right now. Yeah, a lot of it seems like a lot of teams, with a few exceptions, is I'm, I'm right with you guys. Batting average is seeming to go down. It like seems like the best Twins batting average is on like two thirty, two forty off the top of my head. But uh, like I was happy to see Max Kepler turn around a little bit. I saw he had a couple homers in the series against the Mariners. He was like on a six game hidden streak. I know he was a big big factor in yesterday's win. Well, that's what they were saying. He's, he's suddenly there's a a, 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 a spark. <laughs> no, they said he's he's got a um, a pulse. Yeah. Late, better late than never. I'm for it. Suddenly, Max Kepler's got a pulse because he was batting about 150. Or yeah, something like he that. was dreadful up until this like last month or month and a half or so. Well, well, Supersonic, do you know anything about this uh, player that uh, kicked the water cooler last night after he struck out in the ninth inning? For Seattle? What team? For Seattle. Your, your, your team. Your uh, team. He broke his foot kicking the water was cooler. Um, Who was, was it? Clinic? Clinic? Uh, a pitcher? No way. Uh, yeah, Jared, Jared, Jared Clinic. Oh man, no, I hadn't heard that. Are you kidding me? Yeah, He's a big part of the team. Yeah. Oh no! So he he struck out in the ninth inning in the six three loss to the Twins last night. He went in the dugout and kicked the water cooler and broke his toe. Dang. Well, that's a well, brilliant. Let's talk move. about our Yankee too, Monty. <laughs> got a okay. So so I and I missed this, but I did read about it. Well, I so, saw it. So, so Conley, the the relief pitcher, came out of the. Was this last night? I, I, I yeah, must it have been. Was. Must have been because and and so he got in the dugout and he he pulled down like the fan in the dugout and started stomping well, no, on it. The fan was like on a water cooler or something, so it was just basically by itself at at the end of the wall and just shooting you know, <laughs> down. The, and this guy all of a sudden. I think he threw his glove at it or something, and then he's jumping up and down on this fan. <laughs> and we're not talking about a person. We're talking about a mechanical device. <laughs> well, and, and he just stepped all over it and just crushed it. I, I don't know. Well, well, so he it, lost his temper a little bit? Oh, yeah, you could say he lost his temper. <laughs> Well, and then and then and and the thing was is then Aaron Boone had to go over and like calm him down. And I didn't see that. That's that's what I was reading is that Aaron Boone had to go over and 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 take control of the situation. And I'm like, I don't know. You know, you always hear about coaches or managers when they lose the team, when when they're just going through the motions and the players aren't responding to anything he does. And that's what I got a feeling right now with the Yankees is that. Sandbagging it, Aaron. Well, they're, it's not that it's not like they're not trying, but I just don't know that they're going to give that 
that run into the wall, that dive, effort. dive yeah. in. Yeah, that second effort, exactly. That that that, yeah. and and they're all paid so well, so they don't. You know, it doesn't matter. They're still going to get paid. And, yeah, but, I but, don't know. With the Yankees, it's it's just different there. I mean, if you don't win, oh, oh, yeah. I mean, so so what? What I found really amazing though was the Friday, Saturday, Sunday games in Colorado. Colorado was averaging about thirty thousand fans a game. For these three games, they had forty-seven thousand fans in each game, oh. and most of the crowd was wearing Yankees. Oh, well, they probably they probably don't go to Colorado. Every year, do no, they? no, they don't because that's a National League club, and and, right. and and but they're playing. Each team is playing each other this year. Every team, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Well, that's what they should be doing instead of nineteen games in your division against Kansas City. I agree. I agree with that. I agree with that. Let's let's just see some. And you know, look at the difference. You know, that's ten thousand more people coming to every, for three games. It's thirty thousand more people. Yeah. For a, two, a weekend deal. Oh well, yeah, the that's big money. Yankees have always been a draw. Well, yeah, they will be no matter where they go. I mean, right. and and you get a lot of New York, even New Yorkers will fly out because it's cheaper to fly out and go to a game somewhere else than it is to go sit down in the lower deck in Yankee Stadium. Mm, very true. You know? yeah. That's then, probably true. Well, I don't know, but yeah. a lot of people go to, Bo- go, go to Boston games too, like well, yeah. in Minneapolis. Well, or... see, and that's been the thing is I always would go down to Minneapolis. The Yankees come in for a three-game set in Minneapolis every year. But most of the years, the games are a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or, or a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Because mm. Minneapolis isn't marquee enough to get the weekend Yankee series because they'll hop from Minneapolis to Chicago or Detroit. Right, or, right, you know, right, yeah. right. Fill it up. Yeah. 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 Right. So 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 the Yankees aren't coming to Kansas City or Minnesota on a weekend. Right. Just very rarely. Very rarely. For the uh, I guess you know, this is our first show back since the actual you're talking about All Star Break top of the show day. You want to yeah. keep up with any of the All Star game or festivities, home run derby, anything over the I watched most of it, but I, I I'm sure you got some notes there, Dale. Oh yeah. There well, you go. Well, Bill, I know you got some notes yeah, here. You wanna take some, it away? I've got some notes on uh, All Star Game Week. Well, I don't know the the game ended up three to two. It was actually it, a very good game. It was a good game. I the night before I did watch the the home run derby and I was kind of cheering for the guy from Seattle is who I wanted to see, but it ended up uh, being Vla- Vladimir Guerrero Vlad- Jr. <laughs> Jr. Is he at Toronto? Yes, just like his okay. dad. Just like his dad was. That's right. That's what right. I thought, yeah. But but who's the home run guy out of Seattle? Hernandez. Hernandez. And I, didn't he, the first round or something, didn't he He hit like 41? Yeah, he hit the most home runs uh, ever, and uh, but didn't make it to the finals. I think he might have ran out of juice. Well, that's what they say happens he, to those guys. Yeah, I, I want to say he might even hit 43, but I, you could be right at 41. I don't know. Um, a lot. He had, uh, it, was, it was pretty impressive. Huh. It was. He, that guy can play. But uh, he's, he's not having a great year, uh, average wise. But a future is going to be bright for that guy. He's he's got all the talent, and he's a good kid. I, mean, I think it really makes a difference who's pitching the ball to you too. Because I mean, I agree. I agree. I mean, there's guys that want the ball in a certain spot, and they, it's just a sweet spot for them, and 
and they just blasted it. Bingo, up. bingo. Yeah. And I mean, it isn't all just the left field. I mean, it's all over the stadium. It doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Just put it in my spot, and I'll hit it out. I just saw a couple of brief highlights. I wish I could have saw more. Is it still as entertaining as it as it is before? The way they present it and presentation, and oh yeah, and then you got all the camaraderie that goes on with you know other players that are in there from the same team or even you know opposing teams and stuff. Yeah, I mean maybe they're all Puerto Rican or they're whatever, but you know. Kind of turns into like it's, baseball classic. It's just kind of you know the guys are all having a good time out there. Yeah. Well, one of the, and making a bunch of money. Well, I was I was I was listening to the Twins on the radio early uh, beginning of the game today that they were playing and and I was thinking about Seattle last year. You remember they had that big fisticuffs brawl with the Angels and then they went on their terror. I, I'm I'm thinking maybe Seattle needs to get in a fight again. With somebody, you know, I uh, I think they're ready. I think they're just brewing right now for something like that to happen, or something close to that. Someone gets beamed or something, uh, just to wake them up because they got really got the talent. They do. Uh, they do. With Houston, you know, they can play with Houston. Yes. They Last do. year, they I, they lost the game they shouldn't have lost in mm-hmm, the first mm-hmm. round, and. Had they won that, I think they would have won a lot further than people ever would have thought about. What I'm thinking right now, they just need a spark, something. Someone to come in, a trade, somebody walk in there, you know, a Jay Buhner or, uh, you know, somebody like, Hey, fuck you! No, excuse me. Yeah, you can, say, uh, that. You can like, say that. You can say that on here. You can say that on here. You know, you know what I mean? It's like, hey, man. Uh, well, you, yeah, I'm calling the shots here, and you're. In, I'm in charge, and you, you, you know, you gotta fucking listen. Well, uh, and I, and that's what I'm thinking needs to happen. Somebody. Yeah, you know, I don't know who it is, but somebody. Yeah, there, there is absolutely something to that. It, it could be a, a brawl on the field. I've been to a Red Hawks game in Fargo where a brawl happened, a bench clearing brawl, and all of a sudden you can see what was ordinary, another just maybe a run-of-the-mill, just kind of so-so, blase uh, you know, minor league baseball game. The energy level went up to like 13. Or with the Twins earlier this season, you know, like we were talking about struggling to stay on top of the AL Central, and Baldelli gives them the closed-door, or they have a closed-door players meeting, and... Now they've only lost like what two out of the last like what ten or twelve games since they've been on been on fire <laughs> for yeah. or, for at least compared to the rest of the season you know that those well, could be those kind of sparks and, and, needed and it can happen because like I I saw it with like college hockey with with the UND hockey team um, one season the UND was kind of a run of the mill five hundred squad and then Alaska lowly Alaska Anchorage came in here to to the Ralph Ingolstadt Arena and was kind of manhandling the UND team, and then Ryland Kipe knocked the captain out. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. And, you know, that usually does it. And, and, and then they took off. I mean, they went on a streak after that, you know, eight, nine games in a row, and next thing you know, they're one of those teams that made it to the, to, to the Frozen Four. They didn't win it, but they, they went from like a 500 team to winning like the league. And... and yeah, so, so, yeah, you need a spark of some kind. I don't know. So, so, little so, something, you know, a fire, firecracker, somebody, you know. Maybe. A no. So, Steve, were you watching the Twins game today? I watched a little bit of it. Uh, not a lot, but I, I did catch a couple innings of it. Well, I, I thought in like the seventh or eighth inning that Seattle's 
I think it was Seattle, hit their, their pitcher hit three guys in a row. Did you hear that? Or? <laughs> yeah. Was, was yeah, the first time I turned it up, I, I was like, come, come on, man. Just Major League Baseball. Come on. I, I was in a bar, so I couldn't hear what was going on, but I keep looking, and all of a sudden it's bases loaded. And and then did the guy hit a home run, too? or? For he race? might have. I did. I, I'll lie. After he hit the third guy, no, I turned I guess, it off. Yeah, they, but, the final yeah. was five to nothing. So I think it was like three to nothing at that time when he. So 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 then the question is: So was he wild or was he like trying to hit these guys? So well, then, <laughs> I, mean, I, it, I, I guess it was. Yeah, it was the Twins hitting Seattle, <laughs> yeah. and obviously. Wait, wait. So 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 the Twins lost to Seattle today, five to nothing. Right. Is that I the think way it that's was? what the final was. Sounds right. And, and and so the Twins pitcher was being in Seattle hitters. Yeah, but it, it didn't look like it was on purpose. So it was just, like his so curveball. So Pablo wild. Lopez was a Twins starter today. Was it him yeah, that was? No, yeah. he, he was pitching at the time. Yeah, oh, my goodness. Yeah, he's usually, he's like their ace. <laughs> oh. no, I bet you'll see in there when you look at yeah, the statistics just, that he hit three So who's in first least. place now in your league? Is it, are you still in first? Because you were right at 500, too. The, the Twins are, what did we say, a game and a half up? Two games up on two over the one. Guardians. Yeah. Oh yeah, two games up, depending on what the Guardians do tonight. Um, so they're they're clinging to first place, and that was kind of one of the things I was. Uh, as my Yankees are spiraling down to sole possession of last place in the American League East. Now, now wait a minute. With that being said, though, where are they at? What's what's their record? Are they well, still they, over five hundred? Yeah, they'd still be in first place in the Central Division. Yeah, they're fifty and forty-eight, just barely above five hundred. Yeah. yeah. So how far are out of first place, are they? Uh, well, right now they had been about eight, nine games. I'm, I'm imagining it. I haven't checked uh, lately to see where they're at now, but it was eight or nine games for the most part. And Tampa Bay has Tampa Bay still been kicking everybody's ass. Well, Tampa Bay went on a seven or eight game losing streak and kind of kind of reeled back in. Did we bring did we bring it back a little bit close to yeah. other teams coming in? Well, because um, then then Baltimore and Toronto kind of are, have have closed the gap a little bit, and you know it's it's a dogfight out there in the East between those, those teams because they're they're all good. So who would be second to you? Guardians. Uh, the White Sox, Guardians, Guardians? the Guardians, yeah. The Guardians, the White Sox, and Tigers were both uh, within striking distance, but they've kind of faltered lately. Well, the whole goddamn division has faltered. I mean, Kansas City. Is Harper, is Harper back yet? For Chicago. What? For Chicago? Or no? He is he? No, he's with the Washington, wasn't he? The Guardians. Oh, Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't, he kept coming back too. I don't for the. Uh, you know, Eastern. there there have been so many um, uh, big name injuries and not necessarily uh, de- debilitating uh, season ending type stuff, but IL sending guys out for ten days at a time, and you know it's like I was it, just checking that uh, Seattle pitcher that got hurt and he got put on the oh, was it Jared Klenick? He got put on the ten day IL because of the evil water cooler of doom. <laughs> you know, well. Uh, it's hard to pitch with a bad foot. That uh, broken toe, yeah. Was he a left-hander? 
Was he a left-hander? Uh, I couldn't tell off the top of my head. I know that. I just, I, you know, the thing is, is that we've all played with, you know, sports, baseball, basketball, football, whatever, and, and we've been with guys like that that get so upset that they start throwing things and kicking things and yeah. throwing tantrums. And, and I, I, I never did that myself. I could get mad, but I would never go, you know, kicking and throwing things, mm. having a tantrum, but I knew guys like that. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, it makes sense that they would get hurt in a fluke thing, right? Oh, yeah. yeah you know, leave it to someone to get so pissed that they lose a game and, bam, they just hurt themselves just doing and carrying on the way they do. I see it a lot with celebrations. Uh, celebrations gone awry. Gus Farratt, uh well, but, but, Yeah, but yeah, Gus, Gus Farratt, was that a celebration when he th- banged his head into the Kind of head-butted the, <laughs> the arena wall and... Uh, like strained his neck. And some too many uh, over-jubilant uh, field goal kickers making a kick and well didn't somebody uh take a fist and put it through a wall or put it through uh like a pillar or something in the basketball game oh and that wasn't too long ago well we had there it was like a curtain and there was a post behind it oh yeah 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 that was uh yeah that was pretty recent that was this past playoff now boy you brought that up i'm um, I think it was a Miami Heat player that did that, in, <laughs> and then he ended up breaking his hand. Right? Yeah, yeah. He, he like punched. He punched the wall. In, 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 there was a big, curtain or yeah, something. Yeah, but it I was thought. but it was a, like a a a, 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 pillar a, a support beam. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and and you know, I was when you brought that up. I'm thinking back to even even you know, decade and a half ago, the Knicks were playing the Miami Heat in the playoffs, and uh, Mari Stoudemire punched a. Um, a uh, fire extinguisher case and broke oh. the glass and cut his hand and ended up with like 15 stitches in his hand. Oh. So then he was useless the rest of the series <laughs> on like his shooting hand with 15 stitches. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just like, it, get a grip. Um, I did see up here. It's a game. It's a game. Yep, we got supersonic. What do you got there? Bill. Yes. Did any of that stuff ever happen to you? Uh, injuries outside of football? No, you know, the celebration stuff, guy scoring a touchdown and celebrating and breaking his ankle or any of that I guess wild I, ass stuff. I guess I've never seen any of it. Hmm. I mean, but I'm, I'm sure it has. No, like in your any of your games that you played, you know, basketball or football, or you know, a guy slides on the home plate, breaks his ankle, or you know, anything like that. I mean, I never seen it. I mean, one time I saw a kid break his ankle running to first base, and he slipped, broke his ankle. But I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, no, I I guess I can't remember anything off the top of my head, but. Uh, we played South Dakota one time, and they had a guy by the name of Dwight D. Duncombe. And <laughs> he was, he was a, a wide receiver, and the guy scored a touchdown on us, and he did like six back flips all the way through the end zone. That was, that was the nicest celebration I'd ever seen. So like an Ozzie Smith kind of thing? Yeah. Well, he, he just, I mean... He did one. Or what's the guy that going. did the? Uh, what was the one where he did the Bobby White shoes or Bobby White socks? Where he did no, that? No, no, no. Steve, he was the, earlier in the show before you came on. Uh, 
he Billy White Shoes Johnson. Billy White Shoes. Yeah, 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 yeah. There he is. That's that. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And, and we were talking about that because prior to him, first off, Bill was talking about uh, nobody wore white shoes. Right. Everybody that ever played football wore black shoes. And and yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm there. Yeah. And then and then now then he came in and he not only wore white shoes but he did that dance in the end zone. And, of course, he was, like, one of the very first uh, kick return specialists. I mean, he was a wide receiver, but he was a better. Wasn't he part of, the, like, Houston? Was it Houston? Yeah, Houston Oilers, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and really in the heyday of that team with Ken Burroughs and, and uh, Pastorini. Bum, Pastor, Bum Phillips. Yeah, Bum, Bum, Phillips. Bum Phillips. And Pastorini was the quarterback. And, you know, they had a pretty Damn. good team. Earl, Earl Campbell. Was yeah. a running back. That, like, how could I forget him? Man, he was he was quite a physical specimen. Earl Campbell? I, what's on? Earl Campbell for the Houston Oilers. I actually did, yeah. I remember that. That yeah, guy yeah. was um he was like a bulldozer. Yeah. He ran over I, everybody. Yep, I remember they that. They had one of the best offensive lines in the history of football. And one of the guys, and I can't remember his name, is the Hall of Fame. Well, his big tackle. Yeah, I, I think chilled, he, he had a brother too. Yeah, yes, he did. Right. Yeah, good. Boy, yeah, he's in the Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah. No, I do remember. You know, now you guys, you got my memory. Like my 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 uh, my Rolodex. We're talking old school stuff. We're talking old school stuff here. Yeah, I know. Yeah, my yeah. my Rolodex in my brain is like spinning because I know who you guys are talking about, and it's not coming up. But yeah, and he did have a brother. Um, he says we got to do this Churchill ad shoes. You know. Uh, oh well, there you go. So we don't have it? to listen to Monty. Churchill Shoes has moved. One of the largest SAS dealers in the upper Midwest is now in the Grand Cities Mall and ready to find you a pair of shoes that you will love. At Churchill Shoes, they measure both feet to make sure you're getting the proper fit. They carry men's and women's styles and offer free special orders when shoes aren't in stock and free in-town delivery. Churchill Shoes has operated in Grand Forks for over 65 years and over 75 years of shoe fitting experience on their staff and can cater to all of your footwear needs. Open Monday through Friday from 9 to 5 and Saturday from 9 to 3. Call 701-772-8256 or online at churchillshoesnd.com. Next time you're in need of footwear, give us a try. Your feet will be glad you did. Churchill Shoes in the Grand Cities Mall. All right, we're back at it. Um, You know... You guys are sitting here in, in, in the little break here. We're, we we, you know, we went off. We were talking about uh, Earl Campbell, and then and then you you threw in the name Chuck Muncie. Which one of you guys did that? Was that Victor or was that Bill? Which I, I, one of you guys did that? I think that was I. I did. I I knew a lot yeah, of the Chuck Muncie. I know that was the University of California. That right. guy could hell of a player, and he played for a Great. while. Yes, big physical specimens. That, yes, that could definitely run. You know, well, and, along and, like with Earl Campbell, right? Yeah. Well, and you know, we we or Chuck Foreman. Well, that's Chuck right. Foreman, the comparison, and, yeah. and, and, and you know, Chuck Foreman, yeah, yeah, he was a fullback um, with all the moves, uh, you know. And we had him on here a couple weeks back, three weeks ago. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and, and good guy. And he brought up, he brought up, you know, I asked him about Lawrence McCutcheon of the Rams. And then he threw out Greg Pruitt of the Cleveland Browns, and um, 
he, he, uh, Terry Metcalf of the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, I remember him. And 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 he said there was a whole. He 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 threw off about four or five names, and it was like, yeah, they were all great backs, and and you know they're kind of overlooked in the history of the NFL right now, and and he was like, he 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 stressed that. He didn't consider greatness based on yardage and touchdowns. He talked about greatness was based on your impact on individual games. Yes. And and that's that was his thing. He, he didn't like the fact that we were talking about touchdowns and yardage. Yeah. And and, and I thought, well, you know, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's, that's that he he recognized and threw those names out there like that. That so guys that made it. Gary Metcalf is the Seattle guy. Is he? Yeah, he's a Seattle guy. Yeah, he's still around, actually. Well, so so how about this DJ Medcalf that plays up there now? Is he? You think they got any re- relationship? I don't think there's any relationship, no, but I think Terry actually had a kid that might have played a little bit in the NFL. But you know, Terry went to Franklin, and then I, don't know, I can't remember where he went to college. But yeah, no, he's a Seattle guy, uh, downtown Seattle. I mean, not. You know, he's downtown. Well, he was. Ghetto. He was one of those. He was one of those guys. Those 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 minute, like five foot eight, five foot nine, but built like a brick house. And, and, and wasn't he like St. Louis? Didn't yeah, he go to St. Louis? St. Louis, yeah, Hart, yeah. The, the 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 Jim yeah. Hart quarterback, uh, Terry Medcalf, and at the same time they had a. Um, in an offensive lineman who is still renowned as probably the dirtiest player that ever played football in Conrad Dobler. Yeah, I remember him. You remember him? Oh, yeah. He, they, they, talked, oh, yeah. they talked about him. He literally would bite people under the pile. So what, what's, what's, what's going to happen with Delvin Cook? Well, all running backs. I think, isn't there a running back like filing some kind of lawsuit because nobody's paying these guys? Oh, yeah. There's, there's like four. I saw something about that. What, well, what, did that come out like today or yesterday or something? Yeah. I think it, it wasn't the Dallas guy because Ezekiel they... Elliott. No, it's not him. It's there's another one. There's there's like four or five running backs out there. Saquon Saquon Barkley. Yeah, he said mm-hmm. he's not he's not going to play this year. No, and he's like contemplating filing a lawsuit. Because For what? What, what would they file it for? I, I, well, because, I don't know. You know, you know, back in the day, the running backs were the premier players on the team, making lots of money, and and now they all these guys' contracts are up and they're canceled out, and nobody's paying them. You can come and be a running back for us, but we'll give you a thousand dollars a game. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm exaggerating, but I think that com- compared think to what the, they used to make, oh yeah, I think the problem is that. What's the lawsuit? I mean, because of what? I mean, because you're running back. I mean, they go to wide wide receiver. I mean, well, <laughs> well yeah, every, I, every, everybody's paying the wide receivers and quarterbacks, and no, you know, the running backs are like disposable now. It's like we don't need a thousand yard running back. We'll just have two other guys, and we won't throw to you. We're just going to throw the ball to receivers. I don't know. I I don't get it. I, I really don't. <laughs> well, the Vikings are happy with their second string. Running back. Well, they they are, because, and and they actually signed him to a bigger contract than he had, but nothing like Cook had. Cook right. was getting like three times the amount, but then the Vikings oh. the Vikings took what was Cook supposed to make something like twenty million a year, eighteen million, and they scaled it back and they offered him a contract at eight million a year, and he won't take it. 
And and I'm like, well, well go somewhere uh, else. Yeah. Well, no, but nobody, else. but nobody else is paying eight million either. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, then you're, guess what? You're gonna hit at the soup line. Well, it, go to the CFL. Oh, okay. CFL, you guys, yeah, they're, now you they're guys, now you guys actually going like, on right now. You guys yeah. sound like you're almost sympathetic to the plight. You know, you, you remember when Latrell Spiro was playing for the Timberwolves and and he was making 21 million a year and oh yeah and 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 then his contract was up and the Timberwolves offered him three years at seven million per year, so not 21 million for the last three years. And the guy turned it down and never played another minute in the NBA because he couldn't yeah. feed his family. Yeah, he had that classic yeah, quote. Yeah, the classic yeah. line: yeah. Yep. "I got to feed my family." Because yep. twenty-one million in three years wouldn't feed my family. <laughs> Keep food on the table. Yeah, yep. I, I guess it just seems so odd being starting to get amped up for football. Just you know, we're talking before the show, getting amped up for trading camp starting soon, and then just preseason about a, just over a month away, kickoff. It just. Probably because I spent way too much time than I should have keep, keeping up with uh, the XFL and USFL, and those two wrap, just wrapping up just like a, a couple of weeks ago. And it's all of a sudden, oh, hey, now NFL starts in just a few weeks. So yeah, Before you I, know it. I, so I think there's a few guys that ended up getting contracts in the NFL that, that played in the USFL and XFL. Yeah, I, I forget the names off the top of my head, but I do remember, yeah, they were like, I think it was like, Within a few days after their championship games for both seasons, they were allowed to sign on to like either practice squads or even just a shot to make the team. I got to look more into that to see. I imagine there's still got there'll probably be a few success stories that will be starters, regular day starters by like early in the season. Because I remember original XFL, Tommy Maddox was like the big success stories, and he had a couple of okay good years with the Steelers there. And uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they're, they're, I'm bound to be a few success stories. I think guys that get second chances in the NFL because of it. I guess that's true with what they say. you got to strike while the iron's hot. Man. Mm-hmm. It's like not not and later now. So. Smalls has turned into our... Uh, our, our, our uh, Research. Keith Cummings, he threw up the... Uh, Bruce Matthews? Bruce Matthews. There you go. That's like Hall of Famer. How, how's our Dante? Have we ever heard anything from him in his uh, Kansas games? Or No, no. But I was also I was earlier on. Or Fargo was looking, did Fargo ever play any games? Or the, are you talking about the football people yeah. we had on the Fargo Invaders? Yeah, I you know I had it checkmarked. I wanted to go to a couple games. I think their season. I had to have their season uh, put on my fridge. I was wanting to catch a game all season. I think their season ends uh, at the end of July. If they haven't hasn't has not ended yet, they only got like maybe a game or two left. Uh, there was one day I was going to do it, but my schedule was just way too swamped. I'm like, I can't make it down. I, I really wanted to check out a game there too, because uh, yeah, those guys were just super. You could just tell they just loved playing. They're all they're all right. passion. Yeah, that was a great interview. If people I haven't seen, I want to say it was like maybe two or three months ago. Great interview with a couple of the people from Fargo Invaders. Yeah, and I think that's like what was some of the remnants from the old uh, North Stars team here, right? That merged with some I of the team so. down the, a team down in Fargo, I believe. The Smalls old Smalls would be the yeah. Expert Smalls would that. probably know that. I know he. Uh, we're still talking football. Yeah, the, we're talking about yeah the Fargo Invaders team that we interviewed. I think that was like some of the remnants of well, the old yeah, yeah, Tri City North Stars because, because uh, Javante Johnson, who we had mm-hmm. on the show with us and went down to Salina, Kansas, had played with some of those guys. Okay. I see Steve actually just updated in the chat there. He said their season wrapped up. They just got the All-Star game left. So thank you, Steve, for the update. Well, so. And then he also gave us the breaking news on uh, Dave Haxtall got an extension today. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, what, two years or three? I, I don't know. Maybe Smalls, you're going to have to tell us that. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he was up he for... got two, maybe three years extension. I saw that. It came across today. He was up for Coach of the Year, too, and he finished third. third. Right. Yeah. 
He got kind of hosed on the deal, I think. Because well, they gave, didn't they give it to the Boston Bruins guy, and the Boston Bruins yeah, guy had the, the, he got bumped right in ep- the first ep- round. Epic collapse in the first round against the Florida Panthers. So you had the one versus the eight in the East, and and Boston had a three-one lead and pissed it down their leg and lost the series. I'm like, coach of the year. Okay, well, they, so they base it primarily on season stats. The playoffs don't count. But when you collapse uh, like that, yeah. But the guy that mm-hmm. won it, I think that's kind of a stupid deal. I mean, the guy that won it too, his name is Jim Montgomery. Yeah, and this is Colorado guy. Yeah, he he was a Den- he was actually the Denver coach. So NCHC. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember him. I, mm. I'm sure he yeah. you know coached against Hackstall. Oh well, there you go, NCHC. Oh yeah, well you know, and we're the NCHC. You know, we added Arizona's what. It was two years Small's got an update for the extension. Two years. years. And he he said that it was for the football team merger, it was the Mindak Titans and the North Star merging with Fargo Invaders there. So Dang Smalls. Smalls got the update for us. Sounds fire out there. Monty, I know you had a bunch of topics. Uh, any certain direction you want to go to next? Well, I don't know, you know, I let's see. We, well, I was looking at the NIL because we know Congress finally took up is, and is doing some. Uh, they're going to try to pass. Well, NCA is pushing as hard as they can to get the Congress to come out with a law, a uniform national law on NIL, so they can have it. They can wash their hands of it because every single state has got a different deal going on, and it's actually right now, Supersonic Steve. We have an issue going on in North Dakota. Because UND, University of North Dakota here in Grand Forks, with their football squad, what are they doing, Bill? Well, I, I don't know. I, I read an article on this, and I don't really understand it. But from, from what I can tell, uh, the nail the contracts have been, you know, like with companies and stuff, and either, you know, they had some cooperative or something through the college that, set these things up, but UND is supposedly giving out a million dollars, and it doesn't make a difference what sex you are and what what uh, uh, team you're on, but they're going to pay by how you do academically. Huh? And I don't know I mean, you always see. But but they call it is it is it like an Alston Award or something like? Well, that? They I, call I, it an Alston Award, and I I I think there's somebody that matches something. So UND had to put in five hundred thousand dollars in this Alston Award, you know, matched it or something. Back. From what I can tell. So, so did they divvy up that money to each, like, the volleyball team? I don't even know if you have volleyball, but, you know. Well, no, uh, no they do, but dependent, it's dependent upon how their academic standing is. Mm-hmm. But, but, but UND, whether, well, and I would never, ever worry about the hockey team because those guys have always been treated like royalty no matter what. But, but, but the football team, the basketball teams, the volleyball teams, and those teams – They've always had high ac- academic standards or, or achievements on those teams. So, so if they continue that, those, these people are going to be getting paid thousands of dollars to just continue to play in school. And, and, and here's the thing, Supersonic, is they've got 
you know, NDSU down the road is the big, you know, Division II football power, and this is something that UND has over the top of them and has been, you know, we're usually the second fiddle when it comes to something new, and this time around we, we beat them to the punch and they don't know what they're going to do because they're going to have to get some more donors to come up with some money to do the match it. Who's got more money? Who's got more money? Well, the you know, farmer well, or the doctor? Well, you know how the old adage goes. What, what, how does it go, Bill? Well, something about if you want to be a doctor or a lawyer, you go to UND, and if if you want to be a farmer, you go to NDSU. Who's <laughs> got more money? Who's well, got well, more I, money? I, and, and, and and you know, we always said he said if you 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 go to you go you you go to U, NDSU to learn how to farm, you go to UND to own the farm. <laughs> hey, whatever it takes, man. Who cares, man? Exactly. Yeah, but they they so, have, they have some money that they get just for for attendance, so too. Like a and little. I know both UND and NDSU do that. Oh, they get like a small part of the gate, kind of kind so, of a deal. You know, UND wanted to do that because you know if somebody was going to the Big Ten. They would get that. It's called like cost of attendance or something. So, so, so I, what I do you mean? So, so, so they get the gate and then and they can pay the athletes with that. Or, or I mean, so it's like a small because it's, a, because it's like also hush money thing. Hush or, is money. It, or is it like yeah. a small micro percentage of like the gate goes to the players as like a stipend kind of of a thing? Well, I I don't know. I mean, you'd have to figure out through the athletic budget how it works, yeah. but. I'll have to look into some details, do some homework, I guess. Uh, I will report back for next week. <laughs> yeah, so, something's not stirring the Kool-Aid on mm-hmm. that little lower deal. So. Well, well, but it did, it, did, it did end up causing some commotion down in Fargo, you know, and they had to respond. Yeah, they, they said that, you know, that they were not going to match it. Yeah. It's kind well, of what the article I ended up reading. Well, it, did, it made it sound like then UND has a, a little bit, more leverage than they've had in the past as far as recruiting yeah. with, with this tool. And it seems like a lot of the recruits that the football team has been getting seem to be a lot better, or, or it seems... Well, that, they're, they're catching up. Well, and also, it's, they'll, they'll tell you who else they're recruited by, oh. and you know, there's a lot of them that it's NDSU and UNI and... In South Dakota State, so it kind of sounds like UND is more on the cutting edge, the, the forefront. Right. Yeah. No. I. I mean, well, with with the whole nil in the portal thing, it, it's it's just. Well, was it? Um, I think today Lane Kiffin, or is it? Mont- yeah, Lane is the college co- coach, right? Monty's the old NFL coach. Right. Yep. Lane's at. Yep. Uh, old Old Miss and and he came out and said that uh, the NIL and the transfer portal are ruining college football yeah I didn't read the article I saw the article yeah well did you agree with it well I don't know I'm you know the Kiffins have 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 been you know pretty prominent up in this neck of the woods for years and years and years and yeah he grew up in Minneapolis yeah and 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 so 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 I'm inclined to figure that he knows what he's talking about they've been in 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 football, both college and, and NFL, for decades and decades and decades. Yeah, he was a Raider, oh yeah, he been Raider, Raider the, coach for a while. Yeah. Was it Tampa Bay? Monty was the Tampa Bay like some superstar there. No, I, Tampa Bay, uh, the old man. 
Yeah, yeah. And, and, and the thing is, is that, you know, he was under a lot of great uh, NFL coaches, as, you know, as an assistant for years and years. I, I just, anytime we start talking about guys, and, and that's where we were talking earlier on, and I'm like talking about trying to second guess a guy like Aaron Boone for the Yankees. With, a, with, with decades and decades and decades of baseball experience. Mm. And as a fan, we can sit back here and second guess all we want, but yeah. we'll never know what they know. Yeah, exactly. I guess uh, since they're... And, and two weeks from now, they could be playing great. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, it's spark. The spark, the fight or whatever. Something, you know, whatever. And, you know, I don't know. I just don't think that some of these coaches are just solid. They've been around. They know the game. Now, do they get stale? I don't know. Do they get stale or do the players get stale? Or do the players not listen? Or are, are the players... Exactly. You know, is, it the, is it the coach's fault? Well, I don't know. You, you can't... As a coach, you know, and I'm an old school guy, Bobby Knight, foot up your butt type guy. Mm. You know, Me too. Me too. And, 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 and apparently today's athletes don't respond to that. Yeah. You know, the... the you know, my, my high school coaches would grab you by the jersey and they'd be shouting so hard in your face that they'd be spitting on you as they yeah, were talking. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's just what you expected. And, and they, they, they just across the board were like that. Mm. And, and nowadays, I guess you got to, like, uh, give them a fucking bouquet of flowers or something. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> well, I, you're, I, you're, I, I would Metaphorically like to, and physically, give them yeah. their flowers. I really don't yeah. understand the Northwestern stuff because... Yeah, no, that was that was one of your titles, right? Oh yeah, the hazing at Northwestern. Steve, you know anything about that? You know, could you explain a little bit to me? Because uh, I always liked that guy. I thought he was a great coach in a tough spot. You know, uh, a lot of rich kids go there. Uh, aren't they like airplane pilots and shit like that to go there? I mean, it's. I don't know. Hazing? I, don't, I, didn't, I, I didn't catch on to that. Well, and, and Bill and I were talking when we went on today that we didn't know what the details of the hazing were. It didn't sound like anything too dramatic. I mean, but didn't didn't head coach, like, resign based on this, or was he fired? I, th- I think he resigned. He, no, well, no, he didn't resign. He got fired. Oh, well, he got fired. And, he, and, and, he, got okay. sus- he got suspended first for two weeks. And then about three days into that, then they fired Something came out. He, he, I mean, hadn't he been there like a dozen years or something like that? Well, and he was a player there, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, go ahead. Carry on. Yeah. yeah I, I, well, anyway, what I saw today was the athletic director at Northwestern was denying any knowledge of any of that going on. But then an assistant coach came out and said he witnessed it. And so, uh, you know... Boy, if this guy's on my staff, I'm going to kick his ass. There's, <laughs> there's starting to get more and more people starting to speak out, and all the stories are well, starting least, to come at, out. At least that one. And, I and, mean, we're not talking Joe Paterno mm-hmm. and stuff on this, are we? Oh, oh, I mean, not that kind of. That's the first thing I thought about. Boy, Bill, Bill you're oh, yeah. you're oh, taking yeah. us down a dark path here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. no I mean, you, with the story. you talk about hazing, and that's that's kind of where. Your mind goes. I mean, uh, luckily, uh, I've never had to deal with that in sports. I was a guess I only did sports really through middle us, school. Taking but. us, taking us down that path. <laughs> yeah. You know, but Joe, boy, I still have a tough time with the Joe Paterno thing because that guy was like, well, he was he, in, in college football. He was like Bobby Knight, or 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 yes, or, 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 or Dean Smith, 
or 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 both Sembleckler or or Woody Hayes or you yes, know you're right. any, yep, any of those absolutely. people, and and then and then to have his reputation so tarnished by this guy that wasn't even part of the program anymore, mm. you know, but he had this foundation for these kids mm. and it was still hanging uh, around uh, the campus, mm. and and Uncle Joe apparently had some inkling. But how do you ever how do you ever establish exactly what he knew is my thing. Yeah. It seemed really muddy the way well, it all came out. Especially after he passed away. Well then yeah, well then and then yeah, yeah. He, you know, he passes away and, and I you know, I, I I forget the guy's name, uh, but you know, we don't wanna promote him anyway, the guy that's in oh, jail for molesting yeah. all the kids. I- I guess, I guess it's true what they say when you when you die or death answers so many questions. So. <laughs> yeah, Victor, well, do you remember that big controversy that came out there I, with all the Joe Paterno and all that? How I, it was? I, I did, and like 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 you know, Monty said it with Bill. You know, that was a dark, very yeah. dark time, and because a lot of stuff was like coming out of the floodgates with that and you know there were a lot of secrets that were spilled and you know like Monty said a lot of people who weren't even in the program were just yapping their ears off and talking about things they probably didn't even have any business to talk about anyway but because people like to spread and you know the fires go out you know here and there it's kind of like well you know once people start talking yeah, well, and, and, and then once once you're down, people love to kick you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're coming happens, from every yeah. direction. Exactly, yeah. Uh, you people know, don't even know. Yeah. Well, Joe Paterno, you know, so there were non-sports fans. Oh, yeah. You know, writing articles and, and sticking their nose into something they know nothing about. Exactly. Now now that we went in, the, you know, you took us down a dark trail. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say any. I didn't say what happened. I was, I was, I was trying to find a, a decent way to pivot to something else. Ball. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna pivot to another football story. Oh, I think I know which one you got. <laughs> another okay. dark hole. Yeah. yeah well, another bright end of the tunnel, maybe. So Daniel Snyder. We all know who Daniel Snyder is. Uh, so so the owner of the Washington Redskins, now Commanders. Mm-hmm. Yes, the commies. The Washington foot <laughs> NFL team. That's, a, that's how they actually abbreviate them in Washington. It's the commies. commies. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, so Daniel Snyder apparently was 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 like um, holding Roger Goodell and many other uh, professional owners, NFL owners hostage because he has like parties they'd been to and like mm. video and, 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 and recordings of things they did yeah. and 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 so they've they've they, they, they you know it came back out with the John Gruden thing for one and and then and then Daniel Schneider and and so the NFL tried to make it look like it was just this one organization that had all these racist comments and 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 these um uh misogynistic uh, tendencies or uh, actions and, and because uh, the the Washington commanders what they took the girls down to per- Puerto Rico or somewhere right. bill somewhere to, to have a, a, a photo shoot I a thought. photo shoot with all these rich owners <laughs> and so, so 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 we we can't just take the girls down and do a photo shoot but all these rich guys got to come down too right you know <laughs> like like Jerry Jones and these guys like that and he might not have been one of them but you know I, I, Robert Kraft probably was because we know he does the massage parlor thing. <laughs> oh yeah, right? that's right. starting. Oh gosh. <laughs> but anyway, today, after a lengthy investigation by former U.S. Attorney Mary Jo White, 
substantial claims that outgoing owner Daniel Schneider of the Washington Commanders sexually harassed a former employee and deliberately underreported revenue to the NFL. Mm. Now, so then the NFL, based on this ruling, and, and, and the gal he sexually harassed was a cheerleader mm. on the team. It's, I saw some photos of her and got her. Uh, her name was uh, Tiffany Johnson. Mm. Well, Tiffany Johnson, a former cheerleader. Sounds like a cheerleader. Mm. Anyway, go ahead, Bill. What, no, no. You, you, did, you, you were, were you harassing cheerleaders when you were playing? No, I wasn't. Whoa, wait, breaking news. I, no. <laughs> I, I can tell you about my experiences with hazing and well, nothing like the stuff that goes on these days. Well, so so anyway, the, the, so 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 the NFL, based on these rulings, is going to fine Daniel Snyder sixty million dollars. I believe was the number. Yeah, that's what I got too. Sixty million dollars in resolution of these claims. Dang. So the harassment and the uh, underreporting of revenue. However, yeah, he's the owner of the team, and the team is selling for six point zero five billion. Yeah. So sixty million is like. Slap on the wrist. 50 cents yeah. to us. Yeah, that's like... I, I'm like, oh, you really punished this guy. Yes. You really punished him, man. Six billion dollars. You, you, forced, you forced me to sell my team, and I'm going to get six billion dollars. What, what do you think the odds are that you know he didn't even pay that to him directly? They're most likely they're like, all right, here's this 6.05 billion check. We're just going to subtract 60 million from it. Oh, yeah. Or some, whatever the after-tax equivalent well, equals out and, to be. And, and, and that's kind of been the whole across the realm of sports. Every time they push an owner out, which they've been doing, I guess I would say uh, Donald Stern for the Clippers was the first one in more recent years. Oh, yeah. When they pushed him out, he got $2.2 billion. <laughs> that team, he bought that team for like $500,000 like 20 years earlier. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, Ben. And, uh, and, and, the Phoenix guy too, and and Sarver for Phoenix. Yeah. They just pushed him out, and he ended up getting like four billion dollars. I was like, man, you punished him, didn't you? Yeah, right. You know? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, Victor. So I, I could see so many thoughts running in your mind about I mean, the way these sports teams' payouts run out to be. I, think, I mean, yeah, just like you know, Monty said. I mean, you, you think you punish these guys, and it's like, well, dang, man. I mean, <laughs> that's like, like you said, it's like a like a slap on the wrist, and it's not like like what can you do? Like these, this is just mind blowing because. Like, I'm sure, because, like, I want to ask, like, Bill, do you, did any of this, like, when you were playing football, did any of this nonsense, like, ever occur? Or well, did I, ever... I, I tell you, my hazing would have been, we would have to carry somebody's bag. Yeah. Like, to an away game or something. <laughs> or we had a guy that wore white shoes, and so basically, if you were an upperclassman, you could have... One of the freshmen, like, he would make me polish his shoes. Well, I, I hear that still going on. It's more like just kind of paying respect to the kind of like a friendly, like, you know, oh, you know, he kind of earned, you know, just like rituals. Yeah, you, rituals. Don't feel, you don't feel bad about it. It's not like a bullying kind of thing, yeah. No, it's just kind of right of passage. Yeah. That, you know, so then when I'm a senior, then I can have some freshmen do my shoes. Yeah, too. carry my bags or, or you know, cover the, cover the tab or something like that. But... Well, I think I think in recent years though teams 
players have been less reluctant to, to even engage in, in those kind of behaviors, whether the NFL players or college players are like, hey, I'm not carrying your bag. I don't give a shit who you are. And then there'd be a lot of, lot of, there's been a lot of that where they, they won't do that. But anyway, I know we got to get sad in. We're going to wrap this baby up here pretty quick. Um, River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill. Uh, make the River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill your next dinner and movie destination. In a river mall in East Grand Forks, either dine inside the movie memorabilia-packed restaurant. Pretty good place, though. We are over there. The Shire or take your meal to the movie you're attending. Some of these feature attractions are... Terrifier... Yeah, they're they're a special. It's the original. They're putting in a special limited release back in theaters. The original oh, no horror Terrifier. Yeah, it's back at River Cinema this yeah, week. Yeah, Mission yeah. Impossible Gross. Dead, Reckoning Part One, Miracle Club, Joyride, Sound of Freedom, Indiana Jones, Dial of Destiny. Uh, so check out the River Cinema uh, and the Shire Bar and Grill. Uh, don't forget about the Tuesday specials, uh, $5 movies all day long and five fifty senior matinee special on Wednesdays and Thursdays. And, of course, they've got the expanded uh, luxury recliners and the adult beverages and concessions owned by the same company that owns the Grand Theater in Crookston. So for their showtimes, look online at morefamilytheaters.com. Um, I think I got through all of my uh, sports lists I had today. Anybody else got anything out there? Supersonic, you got anything you want to talk about? Mm, I did have one thing I wanted to throw out there. Uh, did you get my message about the Red Dog hot dog stand? No, I didn't see that. Oh, I did see that. I did see that at Grand Forks. Yeah, Grand Forks. Did you ever ate there? I, I hadn't seen that previously. I think they were one of the vendors I interviewed at the food truck festival in the Grand City Mall parking so, lot last year. So yeah. the Red Shed smoke Yeah, house. Red Shed, yep. Yeah, they got a new actual physical restaurant in town now uh, uh, you know, on, on by Simplot, I believe. Oh, yeah. The old north side what, location. What's the uh, recommendation? Is it good? Paul, I think you remember, they were like dominating, I believe, the food truck festival last year, right? They were like selling out. Yeah, good barbecue from well, what I heard. I haven't had a chance to try them out yeah, personally. No, I've, I've yep, been yep. It's close to my house, so I've been there a few different times. Oh, well, then you're there. You're right. I get the meatloaf. <laughs> well, when you come up here in September. I love, I love meatloaf, man. I, um, that's, my, that's my deal. I can have meatloaf sandwiches all day long. Victor, you love um, you know what? Uh, if I can remember, I knew that they were a little bit downtown where the bars were a little bit, and I believe that they did serve a very delicious rack of ribs that I think were just so phenomenal. Um, I I didn't have a hot dog, but I remember having uh, the guy gave me a bunch of ribs for free actually, and he was very nice about it. And uh, he's like, "Well, you know, we were giving these away, and he saw me walking around, and then he was nice enough to give me some." So right place, right I, time. Yeah, I was very appreciative of him. So a shout out to him. So I I, didn't, I forgot what the guy's name was, but he was he was a very nice man, and he I shout out to him because he was very pre I very much appreciate him. So. Well, we're gonna well wrap, there you go. We're going to wrap the show up. Um, that's all we got. I'd like to, uh, can we Can we throw Tom Schmidt's picture back up there? Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll do. Uh, I'll, I'll throw it up there. So I'll, I'll go into my, my, uh, at my wrap up here. The, uh, thank you for tuning in to tonight's Forks, Sporks, Forks Sports Highway. Catch us live every Thursday at 630 right here on Grand Forks Best Source, live on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. If you missed us live, find our archives by searching GFBS on your favorite podcast, streaming our social media app. We're everywhere. Support GFBS by leaving us a five-star review on Google or checking out the donate link on the top of the www.gfbestsource.com website. That's all for today. We'll see you next week. Hey, thanks a lot, Supersonic Steve.
Talk care. Bye-bye. And, uh, yeah, condolence, condolences to the Schmidt family uh, for the loss of Tom. That's a big loss. We'll see you next week.